Am I Pretty Now? A podcast about the ugly side of beauty. With Haley and Aaron. All right, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Am I Pretty Now? podcast about the ugly side of beauty. Um, Off the top, we need to acknowledge that welcome back from our winter our unintentional winter break yes yeah um if you're not, we didn't go anywhere fun yeah yeah no. it wasn't anything fun um we just need to like acknowledge that mm-hmm. we live in pa in Lancaster, pa it's east coast mm-hmm. we've gotten hit with snow every single recording day that neither of us could really get into the studio so like maybe winter will be one of those like issues that we're gonna have to fight with yeah (laughs) but we so we're sorry if it happens again (laughs) yes we're apologizing ahead of time if it happens again Uh, so sorry yeah we just we don't want you guys to think that we don't know what we did right (laughs) we're punishing ourselves yeah (laughs) just yeah we're it's we're not ghosting you guys it's not you it's It's us it's 100 us um so just wanted to acknowledge that it was an unintentional winter break. We're trying to get back onto our usual mm-hmm. release schedule. Um, and with that, um, this week's topic is from Miss Erin. I'm super excited for it. It's a lengthy one. It's a chunky one. Yeah, it's, and it's such a strange one to be lengthy. <laughs> yes, but I'm not going to say anything else mm-hmm. of it. We'll let Erin introduce it to you. So grab a seat, grab a drink. And let's get started. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, So as Haley said, I'm going to be doing the topic this week. Um, So this week's topic is, and again, I mention this every single time I have a topic. I don't really have a good intro to it. (laughs) So what we're just going to get into is basically I was sort of, I don't know what I was doing, but I was watching something one day and I noticed, I know what it is. I think it's the new season of Claws. I don't, I haven't watched that. The Nisi Nash show. Oh, okay. It's I so know it. good. Yeah. Um, but so I think I was watching that, and one of the characters sort of like flashed a smile—not like one of the main characters, but like a secondary character—and they had like a jewel on their tooth. Ooh. And it kind of just made me think of like I know in the past few years there's like really been this trend of like tooth adornments and be jeweling and be dazzling all different parts of your body. Um, <laughs> but I really wanted to focus on I think teeth because to me it's such an interesting and strange place to like adorn yourself. You don't think um, of it. No, you don't. Like no. I don't wake up like let me put you know my my tooth gems on. <laughs> right. Um, your tooth. I gems. mean it's cute. I think you know depending, but. Uh, so I kind of wanted to do that, but I didn't just want to do that. I knew that wasn't going to be a long enough thing. And I didn't just want to go through all of the body adornments you could possibly have. Sure. Uh, so I just kind of wanted to go back and do a little bit of the history and just kind of look through the different things that people have done um, in terms of their dental care. Um, and kind of like, I think at this point, we as a society look at taking care of your teeth and going to the dentist is like a necessity and we should because it is yes yes but that being said like it's just a such a strange place also to be looking at and now you know everyone kind of has like super bright white teeth which usually are not real sure they're usually (laughs) veneers which are like caps um but if for whatever reason like having 
perfectly aligned white teeth, um, especially in our society, not mm-hmm. all societies, even to this day, is that the standard? Right. Um, but in our society, it is the standard. It's considered like more beautiful, more approachable. You're more personable and trustworthy for some reason. I don't think that's true. <laughs> Just um, because you have If your teeth are super teeth? fake looking, I think you probably are as well. <laughs> But that's just me. Um, But yeah, so I just kind of wanted to get into some of the history and just sort of some of the other things we've done. Okay. That being said, um, there's so much oddly on this topic that I was able to research that it's going to be a two-parter. So I'm just going to kind of deal with some basics today. (laughs) um, And then we'll get into some other things next time. So today I'm basically going to be walking us through tooth whitening. Okay. Blackening or darkening. Okay. And then um, the one I initially wanted to do, which is the like adorning or bejeweling. Okay. Um, all of these took me into different directions, different cultures, different time periods, um, different belief systems regarding these things. Okay. So that being said, I'm just going to get right into it in that order. Whitening, blackening, or darkening. Um, and then your bedazzling, basically. Deal. Of your teeth. In there, I have a few other things thrown in also. Okay. So... Um, the first, so it's not necessarily the first time they were seeing it, but the first time that they were kind of seeing the way people were whitening um, their teeth was back in the Egyptian era. Again, they come up all of the time. It's a good starting um, point. It is. It is. <laughs> um, so basically what they would do in terms of white, so I'm just going to kind of go through initially um, people's beliefs about teeth whitening and that sort of thing and then we'll get into sort of the history okay so just generally um teeth that are whiter are going to be seen as cleaner healthier and more youthful and i think that's probably also because as we age our skin sort of sallows or yellows out as well right so people i think sort of associate the same thing with someone's teeth sure um that being said tooth discoloration can actually come from dietary health environmental and genetic factors so not everyone is born with or destined to have nice pearly white teeth all the time. Sure. Most people, I think, aren't. Um, <laughs> I you feel know, like that we, has to be the majority. We do a number of things, <laughs> uh, you know, in order to make them look a little bit whiter. Um, whiter teeth are not always healthier, though. Mm-hmm. I did find that in research. Um, there's a dentin layer under the enamel that's actually yellow. Oh. So your inner layer is going to be slightly more yellowed. Um, And it says, um, so it's more pronounced in someone with thinner enamel layer, but also depth of coloration and appearance can be genetic. So yellow teeth can actually be just as healthy as teeth that are not yellow. They just maybe outwardly aren't quite as attractive or appealing to us. Okay. So it's definitely a visual thing. It is. It's more of a visual thing. I mean, obviously, I think you can tell when somebody's teeth are really bad because they're like brown. You sure. know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, yeah. They There's just look generally unhealthy. <laughs> um, but yeah, but someone with a little bit of yellowing to the teeth is actually more natural than someone having super white teeth. Okay. Um, if you just one of the dangers of tooth whitening um, throughout the ages and now, um, just want to mention they can cause um, breakage eventually because it does wear down your enamel. Ooh. So if you're lightening, um, if you're overusing your lightener, it does lead to tooth breakage, potential loss. Uh, but the primary concerns are going to be sensitivity, gum irritation. A lot of people do experience chemical burns if mm-hmm. they're doing it incorrectly, um, particularly in someone who is predisposed to gingivitis or some other gum issue. Ooh. So it's not even something that's necessarily for everyone to be doing. Sure. Um, so, I mean, again, like I think, you know, there are so many like, 
pretty safe products out there on the market right now. But like, I would just say check with your dentist first to see like yeah. what they would recommend. <laughs> sure, um, sure. You know, if you're not going to them for your whitening, then probably just at least have them guide you in the right direction so you're not using something really funky. Because some of the things we've used throughout history on our teeth and in our mouths um, isn't great. I can only so, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said, just kind of getting some of like the reasoning behind people doing it to begin with. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, some of the things that you need to watch out for. I'm just going to get back into the actual whitening itself. Okay. Um, so again, one of the first times we were seeing this was with the ancient Egyptians. Um, they would use um, a solution of pumice stone that was broken down and ground up and a vinegar solution. Hmm. They would basically um, think of it as sort of like abrading the teeth. Okay. Basically, what it was doing is like it was kind of like exfoliating the teeth a little bit. Like the granules were a little bit thicker because of the pumice stone. So it was kind of wearing them down a little bit. So that top layer that might be discolored was being taken off. Again, we know that as your enamel. Yeah. So they are kind of going down and breaking that down, which isn't super healthy. That being said, there are products out there right now. I'm not going to say the name out loud, but I'm going to mouth it at Haley. I don't want to get sued. (laughs) Yes. Uh, It is a product that is, I'm not going to say the name on the air, (laughs) one of the Kardashians is one of their big (laughs) proponents. I'll be honest, I did look into it for a hot minute just because not that I like her or any of the others necessarily, Mm -hmm. but her teeth are always very white. Sure. Um, That being said, a lot of what I was reading about it basically was kind of like saying that Anything that's going to be like abrading the teeth, like again, a lot of the toothpastes that they have out there right Mm -hmm. now that are going to be for whitening um, that aren't from an actual dental brand. Sure, sure. Like anything that's not like a Crest or a Colgate or like Arm & Hammer, like a recognized brand that are just going to be for that whitening effect are generally not going to be great for your teeth. Um, They're not in the dental care business um, or industry. Um, So it's definitely going to be more about looks. They basically, um, several sites compared some of those sort of toothpastes to a dental version of St. Ives (laughs) apricot scrub. Ooh, I am Uh, guilty. Yeah. (laughs) So, and it's so funny because I just saw a meme the other day that was like, say it with me. Friends don't let friends use St. Ives (laughs) apricot scrub. Um, But basically, yeah, they were kind of associating it with that. It's too harsh. It's too abrasive. You're wearing down your enamel. You're going to end up having erosion of your teeth and some sort of breakdown at some point. Okay. So just to put that out there, but that's what they were using and they were using it in like a toothpaste form. Okay. Um, To them, white teeth um, was associated with beauty and wealth. Okay. Um, If you were maybe like a little poor and you didn't have access to the pumice stones and the vinegar, you would grind up ox hooves. Ew. That's what they would use. Yeah, they would use ground up hooves. And that you would just brush your, which would lead at times to like any number of um, oral diseases. Sounds legit. Um, and, and issues. Um, I don't know how clean the ox hooves were. Mm. I'm hoping no oxen were killed for the making of <laughs> right. the toothpaste. Um, but yes, so that's, th- those were kind of your options. Was there anything beneficial to using specifically ox hooves or was it just the it was the abrasive, abrasive factor of okay yeah so just the, the yeah there was the the, there, there was no real benefit <laughs> other than it would wear everything away a lot more quickly and your okay. your teeth would be whiter unless your natural dent dentin layer 
was, was yellow, yellow the way that it is for most people and then it would just yeah. yellow very quickly again well see and it's funny to me too i don't know it, it might have been a snapple cap mm-hmm. fact that i had read i love snapple caps is that still around I'm not sure. I haven't bought a bottle of Snapple. Snapple I haven't looked for Snapple. I want it to still be around. My favorite fact, just side note, um, that I literally tell everybody is the flavor of candy banana that we have. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, oh my God, it doesn't taste like real bananas. The bananas that we have now are not the same bananas that used to exist. Actual bananas? Actual bananas. I wish bananas tasted like the banana candies. Right? I would eat them so much more frequently. Yes. Um, But the actual Snapple fact I intended to tell you is um, technically, they're a little bit different, but everybody kind of knows teeth are basically bone. Mm -hmm. Like it's the same consistency of bone, which is why your teeth aren't supposed to be completely white. Right. Like like you said, the dentin layer is yellow for a reason. They're right. Right. Correct. Which is probably where we're rolling through. I might have jumped the gun a little bit here or jumped the bullet a little bit here. I forget the Jump saying. the bullet. Jump the gun. Jump, it's jump the gun, right? Yeah. It didn't feel right when I said it the first time. Um, so yeah, I probably just went a little ahead of your... No, you're good. Your spiel. But all of that was to say you're, it's bone. They're not supposed to be white. Your bones no. aren't white. No. If you've never seen... No. If you've seen a white I'm bone... I'm sorry for anyone real. who's upset <laughs> that they have dingy bones. Yeah. But all your bones, bones are not are white. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that was one of the first times we saw it. Okay. Then we see it again uh, with the um, Romans. Ooh. They believed, uh, so again, it was going to be for beauty and wealth. You sure. know, the, yep. the more wealthy you were, the more, you know, the, the whiter your teeth were, the better you could take care of yourself. It's all all that sort status. of thing. Yes. Um, so... They would use something different, though. So they were, they kind of like started using like like the chew sticks. Like now we have like toothpicks, you know, where people have, yeah. you know, like little things, you know, that they're, you know. So basically they were just sharpened twigs okay. that they would just sort of like pick their teeth with. Sorry, my mind um, went to dog dentaboons. Oh, yeah, those are cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they, they call them chew sticks, I they think. They are called yeah. chew sticks. Um, but so they would have like small twigs, though. So a little different. It's a little more uh, user-friendly. Yeah. Um, only they would rinse their mouths with urine. Ew. Because of the ammonia factor. It was acidic and it would again start to break down that top layer and it would bleach the teeth. Ew. So they were doing, um, they were either using like their, their sticks um, to kind of go through and like kind of brush over like, their teeth with yeah. them. Um, also, they used um, any number, like in ancient cultures, they basically used like any number of different sort of like animal hair on their stick, like for, for their brushes. Okay. Like kind of like now, like they make a big deal. Um, there's this one brand of brush and like they made a big deal out of like boar head like boar hair bristles <laughs> yeah. and whatever <laughs> yeah it was like that sort of thing but but for your teeth okay so um, a toothbrush is yes. what you're saying but they were using urine Ugh. so that was their toothpaste and it was usually their own rather than someone else's which makes sense to me. I would rather not have someone else's urine in my mouth. I don't want mine, though, really, in my it's, mouth either. No, no. But they said it was more for purity reasons because at least, like, it came from you. So, so they had some you know. standards. They had some standards. To the quality of urine that yeah, they were Yeah, they were using. still rinsing their mouths with urine, but they had standards as to what <laughs> urine. Okay. I mean, pick your battles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, and going down into that as well... Um. 
I kind of like just jump around a little bit here for whatever reason. But so those were kind of like the first times that we were really seeing um, a lot of that. Okay. Um, This is also around a time as well, um, barbers. So we had mentioned this before, Mm -hmm. like throughout, you know, history, barbers were also like sort of your dentists. So they would do a number of things as well. Like if you had to have a tooth pulled, the barber would pull your tooth. Sure. Um, but what they were doing um, also throughout many, many centuries, they would file the teeth down and then they would fill the holes that they made with acid or some sort of bleaching agent. Ooh. To, again, it would sort of take away, you know, it would sort of like decolorize your teeth so they would be nice and white. But they um, were bleaching it from the inside out. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, but eventually that would lead to erosion, um, destroying their teeth enamel completely, um, and leading to eventual tooth loss. But while they were doing it, it looked great. But it was extremely painful. They usually didn't um, use anesthesia, Ooh. any of that sort of thing. So, like, you really needed to commit to, like, wanting this this to be done. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then as they were uh, filing down... Uh, Filing was also done and continues even now to be done throughout different time periods and different civilizations. Okay. Um, So back in the day, like Vikings, warriors, different nomadic tribes um, would file their teeth into spikes or points because they wanted to like intimidate anyone who was like on the opposing side. Um, They also um, had beliefs attributed to spiritual or self-enhancing like self-enhancements. So they also believed that, like, if they were doing things like that, because they also did, you know, like, scarification, and they had their, like, makeup rituals, that sort of thing. Um, They believed that they were basically sort of, again, like, taking on spiritual elements of their ancestors in doing so. They were kind of, like, invoking them um, in in a lot of this as well. So it had a few different reasons for them. Um, In Europe, they would file teeth down just really so that everything was evened out. So, like, obviously, as we age... Yeah. Our teeth, you know, they're different shapes. So, like, the back of one tooth might be up a little higher than the front. This tooth might be slightly, you know, a a different shape than another tooth. That sort of thing. Okay. Um, They wanted them all to be uniform, so they would just go to their barber and have them file them. So they were all uniform. Eventually, it would, like, wear down to the point where everybody just kind of had, like, little nubs. Yeah. Because they were just getting them (laughs) filed and filed and filed and filed. Right, right. Um, I would think the smart thing to do would be to, like, keep whatever you you had of that tooth because you you still need to eat. Right. Um, But, no, they cared more about it just kind of looking uniform. Um, And being white. So you would have that taken care of while your dentist was um, filling your teeth with acid. Uh, You could have them done at the same time. (laughs) Um, It was usually something that was pretty painful. Uh, They did not use anesthesia. um, But people still get this done usually in a more cosmetic dentist office as a form of body modification. Like you sometimes see people who they have all of their teeth sort of filed into spikes or points yes that sort of thing so it's now today people get their teeth filed some of them for the same reasons where they just want it to be a little more uniform okay um other people more for like body modification it's considered a more extreme well i was gonna make a really extreme example Mm -hmm. of the teeth sharpening yeah the serial killer Yes. Uh, Richard Ramirez. Yes. Shaved his teeth down. I mean, he was in prison at that point. And his teeth were pretty rough to begin with. Well, apparently he had like really bad breath. That's what they said. Yeah. That's how they caught him, they said, because he, um, everybody mentioned like this overwhelming foul smell. Stop. And they also caught him 
partially because he was going to this one dental office to have work done. Like he was having like teeth pulled um, and Get this, out. that, and the other. And so they were kind of able to like, they didn't catch him there, but they were able to like kind of pinpoint down. a general area like he's been here within the past like two or three days. Stop. So he they got- at least, so they were able to get a little bit of like, like, I mean, he kept eluding them. Sure. But yeah. they were able to at least get a little bit of like a beat on him. Because he, his teeth were so bad, he kept having to have extractions done. And this one dentist was like, hey, I think that guy was like just in my office the other day. He's supposed to come back. How wild. And I forget what was happening. There was something with the camera and something with the phone where like just that day, for whatever reason, like the timing didn't like line up. Like he was in and he left and I think somebody like, I don't know if it was like the silent alarm wasn't working or something and the police were like nearby, but it wasn't working or something. And like somebody like came out like a little bit later and they were like, why did you guys not? And they were like, we didn't get anything. Stop it. He was like right in their clutches. But yeah, it was because of his funky (laughs) teeth. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I mean, it makes sense though for him that he would file them down. I mean, they were already in poor condition to begin with. and Yeah. He's probably going to lose them anyway. He was right. So, yeah. But I think him up. his point was definitely the intimidation. It was, yeah. That you were He wanted to be about. scary and. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to be roommates with someone. Absolutely not. Well, Wasn't cellmates. <laughs> not really roommates, roommates so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was um, but yeah, no, good point. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then um, along with that, people are also having um, particularly. Um, this was a big trend. It was a big like J Beauty trend a couple years ago. Okay. Um, NK Beauty. Uh, people having the den- dentists actually create gaps in their teeth or doing like the crooked tooth is what they were calling it, which is like yes. the snaggle tooth sort of thing. Yep. That like think of like Jewel from back in the day. Oh, yeah. They were like because it to them like for whatever reason it was like everyone having the same uniform white perfect teeth is very like – status quo when you want to be like unique and cute and quirky yes so you would actually have your teeth taken from being nice and perfect <laughs> to a little bit to wonky. just like a little wonky yeah not yeah. enough that like you'd be like wow like crazy but like yes. just enough that it's cute and quirky yeah so people are actually paying for that oh yeah which is crazy so, to me it is crazy most people are like doing the opposite but i wonder if it's cheaper than like orthodontists i don't know but it's like their teeth were already good yeah so, so why ruin a good right, thing? Right, but it's because they want to be seen as unique. Sure. And special. I don't know. I mean, I think you can be unique and special without that. But <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so people are also doing that now. Um, but just kind of like to go back to the whitening uh, for a second here before we move on. Um, in the 1800s to the 1900s, uh, they were using chlorine and, hy- and hydrogen peroxide. Together? Mm-hmm. You could have it separately if you really wanted to, like, you know, take it to the next level. You would have them used at the same time. Um, the amount that they used, though, of them would vary from what they considered your essential to your non-essential teeth. So basically, teeth you want to keep that are, like, super important, they would use a different amount. It didn't get into, like, what the amounts were. I couldn't find them anywhere. <laughs> okay. But they would basically use, like, different percentages, like, of these solutions. Yeah. Depending on which teeth you were wanting to have um, bleached or whitened. I feel like all kind of like teeth which, should be prioritized. I do, too. I think it's weird that they had a difference between essential and non-essential teeth. Because I feel yeah. like 
I want as many of them as I can have. Like I had yeah. to have, you know, some taken out because um, uh, when I, like my wisdom teeth, yes. they were impacted. So they had to be cut out. Yep. And like I broke a back tooth the other year, which that was a delight yeah. and a treat <laughs> to deal with. Um, but like teeth are essential. Yeah. So like, how, you, how do you pick you need, what's essential and not? I don't know how they, they made that call. Or do you just get to pick? I don't know. I don't know. I have so know. many more questions about this. And again, it was like 1800s <laughs> to early 1900s, so it was kind of questionable already. That's fair. Um, <laughs> you, like, even if you had the barber doctor, like, decide for you what was essential, like... Still a huge question right. mark. Yeah. Like, to me, everything in front is essential. Absolutely. Um, also, like, I smile with that. Right. So people are going to see that. Yeah. So I know, like, some people might say, well, then the back teeth. But the back teeth are really where you do your, like, chewing, chewing. They're like your nom-nom teeth. Right. Yeah. They're like your beast teeth. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're what you, like, really, like, tear into it with. Right. But, like, so, yeah, they're all essential. So I don't know how they chose. Okay. But I guess the teeth that to them didn't matter as much could have more because Cause it wasn't as you big could of a take risk. the loss, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but so there was that. Um, eventually they did discovery fluoride to whiten, but, um, if you use too much fluoride, um, it can actually stain your teeth. Usually it's going to be stained like a little bit bluish. Oh. Um, and then they also went into, um, heat lamps, which was interesting to me. Like at home now they sort of have like the little, uh, like UV lamp that you, that you, uh, put in. Yeah. Um, but they were using heat lamps in the seventies and eighties to help the lightning process along kind of like, uh, like with your hair. Uh, okay. You know, like, you know, Add someone would put, like, the, the lightener on. <laughs> yeah. And it just kind of helps, like, speed that process up a little bit. That's what they would do. Um, and then now, basically, the lamps that, like, you would use at home, um, like, the UV fluoride sort of lamps. Yeah. Those that kind of act like, um, if you get, like, a gel manicure, they kind of, like, cure it. Oh. Which is why it's really important that, like, it be applied evenly and properly or you're going to actually see... Uh, like little spots or specks get out that are going to be a slightly different color than the rest <gasps> as it kind of cures it oh that's so funny mm -hmm. I didn't even think about mm -hmm. that when it came to using a UV light yeah I didn't really either I'll be honest I hadn't thought about it no. that much but yeah wow mm -hmm. okay so that's our journey through whitening boom um <laughs> I can't say anything because I literally, I think it was last night, like I yeah. used <laughs> strips on my teeth. So I don't feel like I'm allowed to knock it too much. No. Well, <laughs> and my thing is I do, I started using um, a gel at home as well. Okay. So I have the the light that you pop uh -huh. in your mouth and you look like a complete psycho for oh, absolutely. however long. <laughs> and I do leave it on longer than I probably should just in case, you know, do you which, which isn't good. Um, no. And I know you can damage your gums and you can damage your teeth and all of that uh -huh. stuff too. Usually my teeth are like pretty sensitive after. Mine are too. Um, Which probably isn't a good sign. Uh, it's not a good sign. So yeah, I'm trying to back off a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. Now that you have done like maybe a little bit more in-depth mm -hmm. research of it, do you think you're going to change your habit? No. Me neither. No. <laughs> I'm not. No, it's I just deal it. with sensitive teeth for a few it's days. It's worth it, and I'm not throwing, I mean, in, like, I'm not throwing acid on my teeth. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's, I, I I'm not drinking urine. Some kind of regulated 
some sort of regulator. I, I believe so, yes. <laughs> Level yeah. versus straight up like vinegar and just splish splash. Well, and you teeth. can find, I think it's good too if you get one that's actually from like a dental. Yes. Again, like a dental company, not just like a third party. We just deal with, you know, the aesthetics of things. Right. Like yep, yep. a company that also cares about the health of, of that area yes. as well. Yep. Mine are crests, um, so I trust them. See, that's great. Yeah. Mine are not. <laughs> mine are called My Smile. I'm just going to mm. throw the, my brand out there. Sure. Um, it's not an actual <laughs> dental brand either, but it has been approved by, I think, like the like the dental associations or whatever. Okay. So it's okay. I feel like that says a lot about their product. Yeah. yeah. I just want to feel better about <laughs> using it now that I'm like, you should only use something that's really... Right. <laughs> because you should. So don't be like me necessarily, but if you do, my smile is a really good one. Yeah. Um, do as I say, not as yeah. I do. <laughs> we do not get paid for mentioning anything. We are not at that level yet, by the no, way. So we have zero is just my personal <laughs> thought. Um, so moving on from whitening to the opposite, blackening. Let's do it. Um, this was very popular. Um, I think a lot of people think of this as being popular in sort of like Japanese cultures. Yes. Um, it's It was basically across the board, um, all Asian cultures. Ooh. Regardless of, of location, this was a pretty big thing. And it wasn't just in Asian cultures either. We're going to get into that in a minute as well. Okay. Um, so it's not just necessarily what we all think of. Um, but it was known as um, Ohoguru. And initially, it was generally going to be for married women, samurai, and aristocrats. So it was, again, that, like, elevated status, you know, like, oh, you old hag, like, you're not married yet, you don't matter, even though you were probably, like, 15 years old, it was like, your life's over, (laughs) you're You're no one. Um, But yeah, so married women, samurai, and aristocrats, so it was, again, it was, like, a very sort of, like, status thing, so it sent a message, if you have black teeth, you are someone, which is interesting, because for so long, it was white healthy beautiful teeth for whatever reason you believe that people took better care of them and yeah. look at you and you know they're they're pure yes i think is kind of where it comes from um huh. but here it's the opposite okay the higher up you were like the higher your status um so what they would usually use they would use i and it's not good for you a lot of people again like did develop you know some some issues sure but uh, iron fillings soaked in tea which I have marked as okay, or they could be soaked in sake, which I've marked as yay. <laughs> Get of a little boost two, while you're doing I it. I know which one I would choose. Um, but yeah, so um, it was iron fillings either soaked in sake or tea. Okay. Um, and the liquid would basically start to blacken with the introduction of the iron. Okay. Um, some people would add cinnamon and clove for the taste. I don't know if I would add clove. I'll be honest, I went through a very deep moment when I was younger I think we a lot of us did I'm not gonna Uh say we all did but a lot of us did where uh for a hot minute I was like I'm gonna smoke clove cigarettes right did you just for a hot minute because it was a very like angsty (laughs) kind of like thing to do and I was very much like angsty and in that moment but you weren't Um, angsty enough to go full-blown to tobacco eventually I did and (laughs) then that stopped for a little while um (laughs) So I do not smoke anymore. I don't want anybody to Yay! send me like hateful, you know, whatevers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know that I would go with the clove personally. But the cinnamon is yummy and, and delicious and fresh, I would think. It could be burny though as well. So you had to kind of watch the amount. Yeah. Um, some uh, different areas, they would also use coconut husks or resin uh, mm. from insect secretions. 
Ew. I would rather use coconut or cinnamon. 100%. But if you want, go ahead with your cloven insect secretions. It doesn't say exactly <laughs> what secretions either. I don't want to know, really. I didn't research too much past it because, honestly, a secretion from anything isn't something I, I need in my yeah. mouth. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's what they would do. Uh, and if you burned it or heated it up, yeah. uh, it would create black like a black tar sort of situation. Um, so it was kind of like a tar, and then you would just apply it to your teeth. Ew. So it sounds gross. I'm sure it hurted, um, but it actually <laughs> acted, um, and as crazy as it sounds, you know, like, oh, you're putting this, like, weird stuff on your on, on your teeth. Yeah. It actually, because it was, like, a very tar-like substance, it acted like a dental sealant. So, like, today's, like, caps or seals. Oh, So out. it actually helped to prevent acid erosion that would cause decay. So even though their teeth were completely black now, yeah, they were actually potentially healthier than someone who didn't have access Get to out. have this done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it actually, like, it wasn't just for looks. I mean, I think it was mostly for looks, but it had, like, an unintentional yeah. <laughs> positive benefit as well. It had a little bit of a consolation mm-hmm. prize. Huh. Yes. Who'd have thunked it? Um... And again, it was considered beautiful, used across multiple cultures. Uh, People looked at it as a symbol of youth and vitality. Because a lot of times um, there are some civilizations that still, um, and cultures that still do this. And usually it's going to be at the onset of puberty. Like the same as, you know, you see like a lot of um, different like sort of um, like tribes sort of like they go through their sort of like um, their like initiations into like yep. puberty and being an adult around that time. Yeah. That's sort of what this was seen as as well um, in, d- in some different cultures. Oh. So it kind of evolved over time from being just for, you know, wealthy people to just kind of something that they were doing. So again, it was mostly like smaller sort of like tribal communities that were doing this as yeah. a puberty sort of right. Um, but yeah. And then in Incan Mayan civilizations, they did this as well. Um, the females would usually dye their teeth black or sometimes red, Ooh. which I think was an interesting choice. I kind of like that. It sounds disgusting, but kind of cool. Like really bad eyes. Yeah. Right? Like I'm picturing like a deep, dark, like blood red. Like, yes. Ugh. Yeah. Right. Like the light <laughs> hits it just the right way. and You get that yep. hint. Um, but the men didn't like it. Oh. The men didn't like didn't. it, but the women still did it anyway, which I love. Damn right. Um, and yeah. <laughs> So they were kind of badass that way. Hell yeah. Um, but to go into another civilization um, or area of the world, a culture that also did this, uh, in Elizabethan England. Yes. This was very popular because of our favorite. Um, <laughs> so basically, the higher up you were, like the wealthier you were, mm-hmm. the more the likelihood during this time that you would have teeth decay. Sure. Teeth decay, tooth decay, whatever. Don't judge me. Um, I'm judging myself right now. Um, So basically, sugary sweets were considered super decadent. Okay. So only wealthy people were generally able to afford them. Like if you were poor, you might be able to have like a little candy, you know, or like a sugary sweet, like maybe at the holidays. Oh. And that was it. Or maybe like your birthday. Okay. But that was it. That, That was kind of it. It was it was considered super decadent and for the wealthy and the prices anything containing sugar sugar was so high priced yeah um marzipan was incredibly popular and I did make a note that it was my favorite treat at Williamsburg when I was there 
Um, I will continue to this day, though. I will defend marzipan. Sometimes it's disgusting if it's made incorrectly. But I will never say no to an apple or pear marzipan candy. Didn't we get so if, a pack of those? Um, we did at, at uh, Swedish. Yeah. yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They were really good. Yeah. Like 10 out of 10, I would buy a pack I don't know what myself. it is. It's just something about the way they're like painted on the outside. And they <laughs> just look so cute. fun. <laughs> it's just basically anyone who's not had marzipan, it's just pretty much like a really nicely painted or decorated hunk of sugar. Like a like a puppy. But like a baked sugar in a way, it's, right? It's I don't know how like they It's almost like a texture it. of like a marshmallow. But a little. But a little more dense. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I just know it's really good. It is really good. <laughs> um, so I would probably have super rotten teeth if I lived back then. And I was rich. I want to believe I would be, but I we both know I'd be like a scullery maid or something somewhere. I wouldn't See, even be like a lady in waiting. You I'd be the like the lady direction. like in the kitchen whose <laughs> yeah. like faces and arms are always red from being like hunched over the oven all day in the heat. Just sweaty. Um, yeah, all the time. I mean, I would love to not be that person, <laughs> but realistically, but probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, um. But yeah. So it was just kind of for the wealthy. Um. And again, they would brush their teeth, um, with with pastes made of sugar. <laughs> okay. Which is amazing <laughs> to me. I mean, um, I feel like it was easy to get so was, kids to brush their teeth. Yes. But, but only rich counter- kids. But only rich kids. You know what? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. These people were rich enough that they could use brush their teeth with one of the sugar. most expensive items at that time. Yeah. Man. Yeah. The one percent, right? <laughs> um, even back then. Even but back yeah, then. so they brushed their teeth with sugar pastes, uh, and they used sticks again. Um, okay. They would use feathers or quills sometimes. Uh, and again, going back to animal hair brushes. Okay. At least it wasn't human hair. That's true. <laughs> um, so Queen Elizabeth was said to brush her teeth um, not just with sugar paste, but what with actual honey. Stop. She would take honey and brush her teeth with it. Again, I don't know how correct it is, but multiple sources said that at least it was, like, reported that that's what she was using. Get out. So, yeah, it wasn't even just, like, sugar in something else. She just... Just straight up honey. Straight up honey. So she was brushing her teeth with honey, uh, and she loved sweets so much that her teeth eventually went rotten and turned black. Not because she was having them blackened, but they just did it on their own. Because they naturally went black. Um, and the story goes that she was so scared to get a tooth pulled. Like, it was to the point, like, they were telling her, like, you need to have your teeth taken out. Like, she was in immense pain so much of the time. Okay. Um, I mean, like, man, did she turn, right? Like, from, like, we were talking about, it, like, when she was very young and just, like, the series of things this woman yeah, went through. Yeah, I was trying to think what we've talked about in the past that she did to get yeah. herself into this place as well. Well, I mean, she had the pox. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> Lead she had... She, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, poisoning herself. And yeah. then, you know, brushing her teeth with honey, which, I mean, listen, they didn't teeth. know better. And it sounds kind of great. Honestly, um, but We're definitely yeah. hindsight is twenty twenty right yes. now. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but so the story goes that she was so scared to get to get a tooth pulled that again was like you need to have it removed. Like you're gonna yeah. feel so much better. Um, a bishop that like worked under her because you know how everything was like very close, you know, to yes. um the church. church. 
A bishop that didn't need any of his teeth removed. His teeth were fine. Okay. Again, it's just a story, but again, multiple sources mentioned this. Uh-huh. Uh, he didn't need to have it pulled, but everyone was so concerned, like, with her dental care and that she needed this to happen, <laughs> uh-huh. that he actually had someone come and remove one of his teeth in front of her. Stop it. So she could see and be convinced that, like, she could survive it. It would be okay. The man didn't have a bad tooth, but he literally had one removed to convince her that she could handle it and she'd be all right and she should have one taken out too. Oh my gosh, what a... Can you imagine? Small child. And back then, like they probably just gave him a bottle of something to drink and said like, hold on, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Let's just yank her out. (gasps) And that's what they actually would do. They would actually yank teeth out. Um, but yeah so it so in any case obviously her teeth weren't great um, but she had such great influence over the people just like with everything else in terms of like the makeup trends you know yeah all of that Um, she had such influence over them that the wealthy aristocrats started to find ways that they could block in their own teeth to be more like her they were usually using coal and ash again going back to using you know burnt embers <laughs> um with either powders or warm tars okay so either powdered versions or they would warm it up you know similar to the um sort of tar versions that they were using in asian cultures yeah um and because black teeth were so fashionable they would actually let them go bad and again the fact that only rich people could afford sugary treats and sweets it was like a status symbol to be like, I've had so much sugar, my teeth are going bad. They're black now because I'm so rich. Why can't this still be a thing? How, right? <laughs> I want people I'm to so think- rich, I have rotten teeth. <laughs> Why don't people think I'm of noble uh, right. lineage when I eat three honey buns in bed? <laughs> right. <laughs> This is some bullshit, right? man. We need to bring it back. It's, yeah, I don't, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, and this morning I think I had like a mini, like a mini Hershey bar and like a mini <laughs> Mr. Good bar for like a little like snack on my way into work. Uh-huh. Like, because I didn't get to have breakfast because like I was dealing with other stuff, but so I chose to have two mini candy bar, like, and nobody's like, look at you, you have chocolate, like you have cocoa. And sugar, like oh my god! Come on, man. Yeah, you must really be some. Um, but yeah. So in any case, so because black teeth were fashionable, they would intentionally let their teeth go black to show everyone, I'm eating so many sweets and I'm so rich. <laughs> Look at me. Um, but kind of like other things we talked about, like the mouches and different types of wigs. Yes. Um, it ended up going out of fashion, like so many other things, uh, because lower class people also found ways. Um, a lot of times they couldn't afford dental care. So basically what I have down here is like the lower classes had already beaten them to the punch. Okay. Because their teeth were already going bad naturally because they couldn't yeah. afford dental care. Um, or they would find cheaper ways just like dirt from the ground mixed with water Stop that they would just it. scrub over their teeth. They just scrub their teeth with mud? Yeah, they just – they found <laughs> ways to make it – yeah. So then everybody who was upper class was like, oh, no. We can't have this because we don't look cool anymore because poor people also have black teeth. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. So that's one of the reasons it, like, kind of really, like, went out over there. Sure. But again, like, there are some cultures even today that are still doing this. Yeah. Um, a lot of um, tribal communities still do things similar to this as well. Yep. Um, but yeah. I so also... white and a black name. <laughs> love it. <laughs> um, just kind of piggybacking, mm-hmm. though. I appreciate a little bit, because I'm kind of this person... Um, being an older sister, I think that is why I feel this, like, I appreciate where they're like, oh, well, if everybody uh-huh. is doing this, then I'm going to stop. Right. Because, like, I played lacrosse for half a season because uh-huh. I was terrible at it. And then my sister wanted to pick it up. And I was like, fuck it. I don't want to do this right. anymore because she's doing it. I feel the same way, honestly. <laughs> I'm that person with, and I'm not a sister. Um, <laughs> well, I guess technically I am. I have some, like, older half-brothers. Sure. But, like, yeah. nobody I, like, grew up with grew up with. Right, right. Um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm the same way with that, though, like, just in general, like, in life. Like, if I'm really enjoying something or do something, and then there's somebody maybe that, like, I don't like that much. Yeah. Who's like, oh, I'm going to get into it now. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm done. I've had my time with it. And you know I'm what? not we do into it that anymore. Music. You and I do 100% a hundred percent with music. Yep. Yes. And we like them before remember. they were cool. Well, yes. And remember, um, I told you that one time someone I dated. Yes. We were in in the car, and I heard a song. Um, it was Meg Myers was just becoming popular. Yep, it was her version of "Up That Hill" or uh, "Running Up That Hill," <laughs> and it came on, and I was like, "Oh man!" Like kind of joking, but you know how it is when like people start to like really listen to like a band that like you really like and whatever. Yeah, and having already known a lot of her other music, I know it's not for the mainstream pop population at all oh yeah so hearing that I was kind of like oh man like there goes another one you know (laughs) whatever and I got so much pushback like oh that's really shitty of you to not want someone to succeed and I was like that's not what we're saying I'm I'm just saying I liked it first (laughs) and (laughs) I just wanted to acknowledge I want to make sure the right people are enjoying (laughs) this music And not people who were just listening to it because other people are listening to it. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not listening to it just because it's popular. It's it's a little snobby. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's coming from a good place. And she's already successful enough. I think it's fine. People are still listening to her and enjoying her. The right people will find her. Oh, absolutely. So, yes. She'll find success without us. Exactly. (laughs) It really, whether or not I'm listening, it doesn't. You know, really I don't factor think into any of her life decisions. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's um, a tooth whitening, tooth blackening. But again, things always kind of like fall out of vogue when someone of like who's not like Worthy. in the one percent basically <laughs> yep. starts to enjoy it. <laughs> um, and then just kind of getting into again like the original reason that I had even wanted to get into this topic at all. <laughs> Um, the um, modern, like they're calling it piercing. Um, and again, I think I was telling um, you, Haley, before we started recording this, that I want to bring in the newest issue of Allure magazine. Again, yeah. coming back to magazines. <laughs> um, because they have so many different articles in this one that kind of like pertain to things that we've already discussed. Yes. Or have wanted to discuss. And they do mention the um, tooth adornments. <clears throat> Okay. In the new one, um, that's, again, initially what had kind of gotten me, you know, thinking about this topic at all. Yeah. Um, but so they actually call it piercing for whatever reason. I don't know why they call it piercing because obviously they're not putting, like, 
a big hole, like a huge hole in your tooth with like a post in the back or anything like right. that. <laughs> um, so it's kind of like a misnomer. But in addition to like whatever it was I was watching, which I don't remember, but I'm glad I saw it now because it led me down this <laughs> rabbit hole. Um, a few years ago, like when I was teaching a class, like when you are going to use um, high frequency, but specifically if you're going to be using galvanic current, you can't have um, a lot of like piercings, particularly mm-hmm. in that area, anyone with pacemakers or any sort of like anything that could basically conduct like an electric current needs to be taken out. Sure. So I had had a few students who had, I mean, one girl was hardcore, like she had metal fillings and she literally went to the dentist to have her metal fillings taken out and changed to ceramic fillings. Get because out. she was like, if I'm going to be in the industry, I want to perform this service. <gasps> and so it's not just for class, but it's going to benefit me in my career and in my life if I have it switched out. So she actually went to the dentist, had her metal fillings taken out and had ceramics popped in instead so that she would be able to perform the service going forward, which is really extreme. But I commend her. Absolutely. 100% for having that sort of dedication. But I, I also had that. a few students who had um, basically like dental piercings. Mm-hmm. That they ended up like they were like, okay, well, it's going to be so many weeks until like it kind of like gets gets taken out, like taken off or, you know, well, it comes off. It's kind of a misnomer because it's not a permanent fixture in your tooth necessarily. Oh. Um, you can have them implanted in your teeth. We will discuss that along with some other things <laughs> on another date. Um, but generally when people are discussing the piercings um, or the bejeweling or bedazzling, um, what basically happens is the teeth are filed down. Um, or they just have a very small hole, like they might just drill a tiny bit in, and then they use, um, they'll put gems and jewels in, and it, uh, they use medical grade adhesives. This is usually done, um, so I'm seeing a lot of not medical salons and spas that are offering tooth whitening services and that are offering the tooth piercing or bedazzling services technically these things are only so again going back to like the whole soapbox of like regulations (laughs) sure technically these things are only supposed to be offered um at um at the very least a cosmetic dental office oh okay again because you're usually drilling into the teeth sure and also people are adhesing this to you so you want to make sure it's actually something that isn't toxic something that your body can can withstand sure yeah um because even though you know you do have your teeth like your teeth are porous as well Mm -hmm. so anything you're putting on them can also go in which is why coffee wine right exactly stains them it doesn't just come right off if you go and rinse your mouth right Mm away um so I actually do go on to say here, do not go to a spa or salon for whitening or gem applications. Again, not that people don't necessarily know what they're doing, but it's not regulated. It's not going to be backed up like with any sort of medical training should anything go wrong. Yes. Um, so um, this kind of stemmed from, um, and I'm seeing some things now, I'm just wanting to mention it, where there are some concerns in terms of like cultural appropriation with a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Because basically, like, one of the first times people were seeing this, um, like, so I'm going to go all the way back to, like, the Philippines in the 1100s. Oh, wow. Um, They would actually have, like, bits of gold plate hammered into the tops of their teeth. Kind of like like a cap would be or, like, a filling might be um, or drilled into them or they would have bits of gold drilled and implanted into their teeth. So that would be permanent. So people used to do that. They used to literally have gold drilled into their teeth. Um, in the Mayan civilization, they would drill or file um, down the teeth. They mm-hmm. would insert jade, turquoise, and gold. Um, they would adhere it with tree sap. 
And then if they needed any more, they would just go back and readhese and readhese and readhese. But they okay. would have it so that it was like flush to the tooth. It wasn't like an outstanding yeah, yeah. sort of situation. It would it was like it, a flat it would be nice surface. and flush. Yeah. Wow. So I mean we're talking it goes back like a really a really long time. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the right way to say yeah. it. <laughs> Um, but it yeah, goes so, back a long right. way. Yeah. Um, and then it's interesting because in the 90s, this was a huge thing as well. 1990s. Like a lot of, yes, the 1990s. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, it was a big thing, um, but it kind of like started then. It wasn't as big as it is now, but okay. it kind of started. So like a lot of people from like, even in like the 1990s are like, okay, like, you know, you're not the first people too have like been doing this though too right because again right. a lot of people want to claim that like oh right now is like when it's happening and we're doing so-. literally it goes back to every single episode we have these things have been around <laughs> since like the beginning of time we uh-huh. just do them differently and we don't have pictures of people from like i don't even know what year like bc you know that like yes. yep we don't have images we don't have of them. A lot from the nineties. Right. They of didn't ourselves. have Insta back then. We're we're not gonna see a lot from the Philippines in the eleventh century. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um the primary concerns with that are mostly financial. Um, because okay. depending on what you're having, um, either um, placed on top of your teeth or drilled into your tooth, it uh, can be anywhere from a few hundred dollars up to hundreds of thousands of dollars. I forget what it was. I saw one that was like 300 some thousand dollars because Shut it up. was like, I don't even know like where the diamonds were from. Was it a Swarovski? Is that what they Swarovski are? Swarovski crystal. Swarovski. No. I never say the name right. It's okay. Um <laughs> But yeah, I I forget what sort of jewels and diamonds this person had implanted. But basically they had like half their tooth like drilled out and just like almost like a little like, not like collage, but just like a number of different like gems and jewels that all kind of went together into, yeah, basically like a a tooth collage (laughs) of gems and jewels. But it's like, keep in mind, like it's not going to be, it might last you a long time. It's not going to last forever. Yep. Now, do you get to keep the gems and jewels forever? Yes. Unless you swallow them. That would happen to mm-hmm. me, 100%. That absolutely I'm be a tooth me. grinder in the night as well sometimes, like if I'm super stressed out. Yep. So I would probably just grind them out and swallow them in the night <laughs> yeah. and just never know what happened to them. Yep. <laughs> um, the possibility of permanent discoloration from all of the adhesive. Ooh. Um, and again, if you drill into it too much, you're losing that enamel. So the dentin is going to show through. Right. <laughs> the potential of permanent damage to your enamel eventually leading to decay and loss of teeth, which in a weird way, it's not okay. But this is like the first part of like, I'm going to do another part at another date. Yes. Um, once I've given everybody time to kind of like digest all of this. Uh-huh. Uh, discussing implants, veneers, and grills, and just like crazy things that people have had implanted. Yes. Um, I'm excited for that one. One in particular, I kind of gave Haley a little bit of a heads up earlier. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's kind of gruesome a little bit. Um, it's a little say it weird. Is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't want it done. But yeah. So again... Some of this stuff could lead to, like, permanent damage. But we'll get into some other things you can do if you do that to your teeth and you're really into adornments <laughs> um, of the mouth. Fair. Yeah. So that pretty much wraps up uh, my topics for this time. And we'll get into everything else next next time I do this topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's not going to be right away. 
Um, yeah. Haley is going to be presenting her topic again. Um, and then I'm probably just going to give it like one or two more. So it's not you guys just hearing from me a bunch of times about teeth. <laughs> You're also like becoming the part two queen. Because we talked about it with um, Kellogg too. Oh, I am. I didn't really realize that. I don't know how I just, I keep digging up all of this. Yeah. All of this stuff. I don't know. (laughs) But it's worth it. I hope so. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. But yeah. So then I feel like this question might come Mm -hmm. up better Mm -hmm. for the veneers, et cetera. Okay. But with what they were doing with this section Mm -hmm. was like, I feel like it, was there like nerve, risk of nerve damage with anything that they were doing? I guess shaving down the teeth. You, you shaving down the teeth. There it. were, yeah, shaving down the teeth. They absolutely um, started going in. There were instances where people just ended up basically being in constant pain because they did go a little mm. bit too far down. Ugh. Um, and again, with the way that they used to do some of this stuff in terms of the drilling, it was very easy for there to be slippage. Um, so there was a lot of gun gum damage. Um, that was done during that so a lot of like soft tissue damage was done okay um really the biggest thing though would be um losing the teeth themselves which again is sort of like what was the point of doing what you (laughs) just did to make them look better if you're gonna lose them now yes yeah Um, but again you know that's maybe some of the reason that we get into some of the other things like the veneers and implants absolutely so you know oops we went a little (laughs) we went a little too far well just just slap Pop something, something else in there. there. <laughs> Literally something else. Not necessarily something that looks like tooth, but we'll put something in. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be too cryptic, but Those are yeah. the episodes I mm-hmm. love, though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So thanks for listening. Of course. Thank you for bringing us teeth. What did you say? You, uh, you didn't say it at the beginning of the episode, but what did you want to call it? Show us Show that, us that smile. smile. <laughs> I couldn't remember it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. you definitely showed us that smile. Give us a little bit of that razzle-dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, like Aaron had said, next episode is going to be mine. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I'm not 100% sure which I'm going to be presenting. Mm-hmm. I don't know but, uh, what she's between. So We'll discuss it yeah, dinner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we want to announce about we do want to announce <laughs> go ahead and announce so if you follow us on our social am i pretty now pod um on instagram we did release the announcement mm-hmm. but for those of you who aren't following us one you should go follow right? us Why not? um but we're gonna be presenting a a live action mm-hmm. version it's literally called i think i literally called it am i pretty now live or something I and like literally it. it was just that's what it is it's basically us doing the same thing we're doing right now just we're doing it in front of you yes live oh. and in front of you yes <laughs> so instead of just telling you that we're making these weird facial expressions or charadesing around the room you yeah. can actually see us do it yep and i'm sure i don't know why i had a weird accent there by the way it's okay um but yeah yeah so uh, live action episode Us. of the podcast at uh zenkai con mm-hmm. in lancaster it's at the end of march i think it's is it the 25th through the 27th i think the it's 25th. a friday through sunday yeah march i don't know if we yep. said that part yep um 
We don't know all of the details yet. So we don't know what time, what day we're going to be presenting yet. But we did finally get the acceptance yeah. letter, like, email. Uh, <laughs> not last night. I think the night before I got it. Yeah, It was, at, like, it was like 1030 at night. Two nights ago. It sounds even a little generous. Yeah. Um, but go go to ZenkaiCon. <laughs> Words. On, I know, I'm having a really hard time. Uh, go to ZenkaiCon.com mm-hmm. when we have the times that we're going to be presenting. Um, you guys can come and just buy a day ticket. Mm-hmm. I don't know the prices offhand. Uh, we have had a membership rollover for like yeah. three years at this point, so we don't know what the tickets actually cost anymore. Um, but you can do a day of, mm-hmm. so you can come and see us live and see this dumpster fire <laughs> yes <laughs> in person um but we were really excited to announce that because that's kind of where like we drunkenly came up we did with this entire sadly idea. it was like <laughs> when we say drunkenly um once you guys like see us in person you'll get it we are mm-hmm. not we're, we're pretty tiny people uh-huh. um we were about i think to say drunkenly and it we definitely were but uh-huh. it was like two yinglings in <laughs> or something like it doesn't take much. It wasn't much um, at all. But yeah, it's definitely <laughs> where we decided that uh, we were we were going to do a panel. Yeah, it was kind of a, I don't want to say a vendetta. It was a little vindictive on our part. <laughs> it was a little It was vindictive. a little, we're going to show them up sort of, <laughs> sort of thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> you should come and see us. Long story short, we decided after watching one to two uh, panels that were not our favorite of the yes. weekend, that we could do it too. Absolutely. We uh, left so, early. Yes. Out of it. We lasted longer than half of the ballroom. We stood we up did. and looked behind us and half the ballroom had left. Which was really sad because we literally waited mm-hmm. in line for like over an hour just for the opportunity to be one of the people yes. that made it into the room yep. and to listen to away. the panel. And people were turned away. And when we <laughs> turned around to leave, like there was nobody behind us, even though the place yeah. had been like standing room only. Yes, it was insane. Yeah. Um, so we'll be better than that for you, we hope. <laughs> We hope. We will. I don't feel like it's really hard. <laughs> um, so yeah, on that announcement, yeah. let's cut her out here. All right. I'm Haley. I'm Erin. This was this Am is, I Pretty yep. Now podcast. It's been so long since we've done it's it. It's been so long since we've had to outro. I don't even know how to end it. <laughs> Stay spooky, friends. Ooh. <laughs> I remembered that. We remembered that. Am I Pretty Now is hosted by Haley Eshelman and Aaron Healy. Our theme music was composed by Jason Mundock. The show is recorded at the So Good Media Studio at the Candy Factory, a co-working and social club in Lancaster, PA. Schedule a tour at coworkinginlancaster.com. Keep up with Haley and Aaron and all things Am I Pretty Now on Instagram at Am I Pretty Now Pod.